shit. How are you, everybody? How are you? Publican, Daniel, Denial. I'm pretty bloody good. Thank you, Lucas. Quiet week in the footy front. What do you mean? Oh, not much has gone on. Oh, no. Every week we say it, but there's always drama. Well, earlier in the bar, someone just happened to mention that they'd been listening to last week's episode over the weekend. They said, uh, don't think you were treated well last week. Me? No, they said to me that I wasn't treated well last oh, week. Oh, you're talking to your fucking mum, were you? No. <laughs> mum, mum doesn't listen to this. Oh, she should. She gets a mention. Um, no. Derek said to me in the bar earlier, well, what's wrong? Derek said to me in the bar earlier, he said... Uh, Derek who? Derek Underwood. Derek Underwood. You're too young to know that name, so... Anyway, uh, and he uh, mentioned that when I said, oh, what if Collingwood beat the Ds? And you just boo-hooed it, gave me nothing. Oh, I wouldn't exactly fucking support it. Well, but it's occurred. The D's. Imploding, I said last week, so what is it now? Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mate, break's come at a good time. Uh, speaking of break... Not fucking much of one for the D's. Well, they got the bye. Everyone's got the... Monday game, yeah. bye week, first game back, fucking Thursday night game. No. Yes. Bullshit. Have a look at it. Not now. Oh. We're recording a podcast. and that, uh, that can't be right. And Collingwood, who played Monday, guess when they have to play again after their bye? I don't know, probably Friday or something. Sunday. Pardon? Sunday. No, that's crap. You're full of shit. No, it's not. It's got to be the worst buy, like the worst time off between... Melbourne Thursday night. Against Brisbane too. Collingwood Sunday against the Bipolar Giants. Fuck. (laughs) I think think Melbourne's got a bit of a... Please explain to the AFL. So, So there's the shortest buy in world history... Going into the bloke, uh, the mob that's just replaced you on the top of the ladder. Tough times. Thanks for that. I'll see their resolve. Anyway, we can talk about the disaster later. But I'm looking forward to it. There's a bigger. I don't know. There was a small story of a bag of rap that managed to filtrate onto the social media. Well, let's not beat around the bush. Bailey Smith got caught. With an image of him shaking a baggie, saying, Ooh, i got a big night coming up. And uh, Baggie of what? Well, the only person on TV that's actually said it. I love it. Every other media outlet personality, anyone that's talking about it, is very coy on what they say. And they're a saying, Substance. And a bag a, of a white, white powdery powder. substance. And Mark Robinson. Well, he got caught with it. He's, he's got that photo. He's got a bag of Coke. <laughs> He's got, he just keeps calling it yeah, on the coke. He's got the coke. He, he does not shy away from the fact that it's definitely a bag of coke. Or as uh, one of the inductees tonight said, brought up a drug that I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever heard of was opium. What was his name? Um, Dempsey. Uh, yeah. Bill Dempsey said. Bill Dempsey. Oh, I said, Mum said, do you smoke an opium? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's smoked opium since... Uh, 
Genghis Khan's era, but uh, I think it's still uh, prevalent in some parts of the world. It, well, for all we know, or for all the clubs know, their players could be on opium because they don't get told shit, do they, with this drugs policy? Now we did speak about this with the Sam Fisher saga only a couple of weeks ago, talking about how the uh, the drugs policy is a joke. No, it's useless. It's you know what it's like. It's like if you if you um, if you let a, if a, if a child knows what they can get away with in regards to discipline, and they'll get away with it. It's the same as adults with well, footy players with drugs. They know they can go out and and not footy players just smash a few caterpillars any, and be anyone and drug tested. And, and if it's a strike, it's a strike. But no one knows about them. So. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that afterwards. Oh. Thing. Nah. Still talking about this. Okay. So that part of it. This is a, I reckon we could be talking about this for a long time because it, it's, it's fucked me off. What part's fucked you off? The moment he, he got caught with it, and, and I'm even hearing it today with certain uh, footy people saying, oh, it's, uh, look, it was good that he got on the front foot and spoke about it. Yeah, when you realise you're fucked, you have to go on the front foot. But the immediate response was, oh, yeah, I got into some bad behaviour, but my mental state wasn't good. I had mental health issues. Nah, not fucking buying that. You're telling me that that was the first and only time you've ever done it and you were led astray because you had mental health issues? Fuck off. When will we get a player that... Or, I don't... I don't know if we ever will, but I would have much more respect for a player if he came out and said, "Yeah, uh, you caught me. I uh, I was out. Uh, I like I like having drugs. I like having cocaine. It makes me feel good. Uh, and I I got on it. It was a bad decision. I've been caught, and I'll I'll take my punishment. I always have to deflect it to oh, but it was mental health. No, mental health didn't cause you to think oh fuck I'll." Might get a bag with the boys tonight, or, or geez, everyone's partying, and I've been given a couple of lines in public. That vision of him in the middle of the pub with girls and everyone around, and he's sitting <laughs> having one. You're a fucking idiot. It's nothing to do with mental health. That's just a fucking stupid decision. If you want to do rack, go on the toilet, go do whatever. But to be blatantly doing that in public, you're a fucking idiot, Bailey Smith. And I'm not sitting here going. Well done, champ, for, for coming out and saying your issues. You fucking just to say, look, we, we got on the rack and I got caught. Blaming mental health is just beginning. And you know what it's doing? We're Making s- an absolute mockery of those that do have mental health Thank issues. You. Thank you. I was about to say it. You did it. People who legitimately have... There are football players out there that have mental health issues. But every time one player has time off because of mental health, everyone goes... Drugs. Oh, he's on his second strike. Oh, he's close to a third strike. And that is fucking not fair to the players who are struggling and taking time off. Because and, not on, and not on drugs. And not on drugs. It's like every time uh, there's a drug issue and they go, oh, we can't say who it is. It's like, well, why can't you say who it is? Because the world knows a... Player from club, whatever club, mm. has been caught with drugs. 
What about the fucking innocent blokes at that club that haven't been caught with fucking drugs? That that all of a sudden there's rumours come up about them. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, like there's this there's this presumption of um, presumption of innocence and and uh, oh well, but for their sake we can't mention who it is. It's like, well, hang on. What about the bloke that's done nothing fucking wrong? Mm. And and. And you see the the stuff they say, and and now this is a completely different yeah situation to that because uh, you, there, there was footage of Bailey Smith um, after the grand final on a couple of those Facebook uh, Instagram pages where they get players and they've seen their social media. The one of him doing a huddle over the phone, and he's like, "Ooh," and he's doing this speech to a few of his mates sucking piss. Now I'm not accusing him of everything, but you can tell he's not exactly drunk there. Now. Mm. There's plenty of that that goes on. Fucking get rid of it. Why are you doing it? If you want to do it, I'm not saying go do it, but it's your own it's your own choice, right? If you're an AFL player and you do that, well, be my guest. A, don't play mental health, but B, don't fucking let anyone with a phone near you. Like, are you stupid? Mm. Are, you, and are you that fucking stupid? And not only you think not, to let, not let people recording? with a phone near you, Take a photo with you holding your bag and then send it to your mates? No sympathy for him whatsoever. And people are going, oh, geez, you need to support him right now. Fucking, the support should have come out. And as for his fuckwit coach saying the whole thing needs to be thrown out, well, how about we hear from the fucking toothless tiger, the players' union, who are the reason that it is a shit fucking drug policy? Well, that they had negotiated to the point where it got it to this being yeah. the best the AFL probably would do. But I'm I'm sick of like we heard Rewalt the other day talking about Sam Fisher and you know it's up to the uh, players union and it's up to the AFL to do something about these situations. It's like but hang on, isn't it up to the fucking players to do? You, do you want help or or are you just all full of fucking shit? And the, the other thing that's when we sit here and they say oh like even uh, what's the bird on here tonight? Calf. Lachlan? Kath Lachlan, she goes, oh, but, but Bailey Smith, like uh, um, Robbo said, well, when people use the mental health card, and he copped a fucking battering years ago yep. when he talked about how Fasolo, Fasolo went on his break, and he said, oh, well, he, uh, he essentially said, well, he's on, on the rack, and Buckley tore him to shreds and told him he was a shit journal, this and that. What's happened since that? Mm. It's, there's not a, there's not a, it's not a trend that hasn't started. Now, my my issue with all this bullshit about oh yeah, but it's my mental health. And, and For starters, and he's got the fallback that he that he can say oh, but but my mental health was struggling at the time, and and obviously Kath Lachlan's fallen for it. But but but, but it's like oh, but hang on, well you just cooked at the time and you went oh fuck, I might be in strife here if I get tested. Well. I'll just you. I'll play that yeah. card. And this is the issue now: your mental health issue that you supposedly had eighteen months, two years ago, before when you came out and was so brave. It's and clearly, that. getting on the racks going to fucking want, solve that issue. Well, you want it back then, though. Was that the cause of your mental health issues? Mm. Because I tell you right now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that mental health issues and drugs don't exactly help each other. There's a reason why uh, people feel like shit after taking it because you have a high than a low and that's how mental health issues develop from drug use so don't say that the 
the mental health issue led you to take the drugs. That is a fucking cop out, yep. and you're a weak cunt for not actually saying, you know what, I fucked up. Like, I, yep, I got caught up in the in the piss ups with my mates. I got on it. Instead, no, your first not defense even the piss ups with your mates. You make a fucking decision. You've made your fucking decision. Yeah. Stand, look, cop yeah. it. Cop it. The first thing he did was 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 turn it on to, oh, how I've struggled with mental health. Fuck off, Bailey. You got a problem with your mental health? Get that sorted. But don't try and uh, use that as a, shell, as a shield for your fucker, all right? Yeah. I've never heard of too many mental health issues leading to drug use rather than, like you said, the other way. It works hand in hand. And yeah, it does... It, People can have mental health issues which lead them to it, but it's for different reasons. They're not they're not guys on a million dollars a year, a million dollars a year with the world at their feet, every bird wanting to fuck them. Like, and the guy says, "I hate the public eye." He's got seven hundred sponsorships. He's on every fucking TV ad. He's on the this most followed AFL the most player followed on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, clearly hate the spotlight. And so don't don't blame me, mental health, Bailey. Fucking. Just smarten up and say, look, I fucked up. If you do have mental health issues, get them sorted too. But don't fucking blame uh, you being caught on that shit. And no one, no one's got the balls to come out and say that. We can because Cle- clearly you have. Well, it, it fucking pisses me off. I, as you know, I, I am a person that has had my battles with mental health, as a lot of people have. But this is the fucking biggest thing that shits me is the stigma. Everyone says, oh, we need to try and. Get rid of the stigma. We need to stop the stigma. This is the stigma because that shit, people go, oh, well, fuck it. Nah, you just take drugs. You blame blame your mental health issues on taking drugs. And all of a sudden, the stigma's back again because people go, oh, you've got mental health issues. Oh, well, do you take drugs? Like, so fuck off, Bailey. Hmm. That's my two cents anyway. I'd usually say, tell us what you really think, but I think you have. It's, am I wrong? No, I don't have a great... I'm sure someone's going to have an, an issue with what you said, but, but I'm, you know, Couldn't. about time that people actually copped what they get and from, from their decisions. It's what we say. No filter. As it should be spoken. Because I guarantee you, there's people in front bars talking exactly like we are right now, going, fucking don't blame that, mate. You you weren't you you weren't I don't And he's and he's not the first one that's No, no. That, and and if the shit policy continues, it won't be the last because it's a pretty easy out. You know that the other the other downside of what he's done and the way he had that interview and was so brave in talking about it, people like me now go fuck you. I don't give a fuck about what you said with your mental health issues before mm. because now you're using it as a reason to do to for being caught. So, me, someone who who can appreciate whatever you... And should sympathise. And should sympathise. Now, it doesn't. Yeah. Because you're tarnishing it and, and you're making... Not tarnishing it. You're, you're making it... Um, Just making a mockery making of those mockery. with mental health yeah. issues. And people who uh, literally do take drugs because of where they've gotten to. Mm. Uh, whether... It doesn't matter it's coke. It could be other stuff. It could be weed. It could be alcohol. Alcohol is one of the biggest drugs for people with depression because, and it works in a fucking vicious cycle. You're depressed, oh, fuck, I'll, I'll drink, and I f- it numbs it. And then you're hungover, you're depressed again, oh, I'll drink, I feel a bit, and it's a vicious cycle. 
And for him to come out and, and say, oh, yeah, I, took, oh, I was in a bad spot, so I was out partying. No, nah, don't, it, doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. And that's why, again, this AFL drugs policy is completely flawed because um, obviously he may not have a strike. He may not have tested. He may have been the most perfectly tested player out there. But there's players who might have two strikes that coaches, uh, managers, people don't know shit about yet. Mm. And it is a society problem. It's not a footy. Pl- it's not a footy club problem. It's no. not an AFL problem because it's not just AFL players. There's NRL players. There's basketballers. Everyone. And then you got it, anyone listening out here now has walked into the toilets and know what people are doing in there. And fifteen years ago, ten years ago, wasn't so prevalent. You go to the races. You go to the Melbourne Cup or or Derby Day in in Victoria. Brownlow Medal Night. If you need to have a shit, you're in a world of trouble because you ain't getting into a cubicle, I'll tell you right now. You better have a good bog before you get on that train down to Flemington. <laughs> so, uh, but, but Jeff Kennett's... What, about Je- what are your thoughts on what Jeff Kennett came out and said? Because he's someone who's obviously been heavily involved with Beyond Blue. He's seen a lot of stuff, but his... Former chair or current chair of Beyond Blue... And what was yeah. his, uh, to well, give him a two-year ban? Two-year ban, no pay. No, I don't agree with that. And I I don't think that's going to so- solve any issue that Bailey Smith may have. Well, we're sitting there going, oh, geez, two years stiff. There's two lads from Collingwood whose careers were dunsky because they got two-year bans for the coke they had. But it wasn't because they had coke. Because it was cut with banned... Cut with steroids. Steroids, like... Um, oh, what is it they cut it with? Um, one of those if creatines say, or if something? You, if you say it, I'll, I'll yeah. say yes, but... Um, but they cut it with that, and that's what they, te- that's what they tested positive for. And it was... Um, it was, uh, was it a game day? Yeah. It was a game day test, too. Yeah. So they've had, they've had gear sometime that week and been caught. So... That's where the players, I think, don't really think that they um, don't realise what they're gambling with too, because if he caught with that in there, there's no, there's no saying, oh shit, I'm sorry. That Wada and and your uh, Wada and um, Asada will just slap you with your two year ban because you've got banned substances in there. So, yeah. That Murray, he was the brother of the Murray at the Crows now, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. He wasn't one that got done, or was he? Oh, no, he got done on a separate one. It was Lockie Keefe. Was it Lockie Keefe? No. Oh. Yeah, no, it was definitely Lockie Keefe. Is he, is he still at... Um is he GWS? Yeah. Is it the same one? Yeah. So he, he had to sit out for two years. They thought they were going to get four-year bans because I think it was four years reduced oh, to Josh two. Josh Thomas. Josh Thomas, that's the other one. So it was Josh... But Murray got done for something too, didn't he? Yeah. So Josh Thomas... Ex-old Collingwood pair, Lockie Keith, each accepted two-year bans. Clem Buterol. Clem, yeah, old Clem, 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 Clem. And, but that was the other that's, thing. that's what the bodybuilders and everyone uses but that, to that's the other up thing. their heart rate. And, but even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't uh, as they said it was, hmm. and they actually took Clem Buterol, they're happier... To admit to taking an illicit substance 
Mm. Instead of saying I was cheating. Yeah. Yeah. But I... I, I like, like, that That just tells you the, the illicit policy is, like... Now, what they said was probably actually true. Oh, I've got no doubt about it, yeah. Right. But, but admit, surely admitting to... it, That tells you that the illicit drugs policies have just... Well, would you rather be known as someone that did what mo- a lot of society is doing and had a bit of coke on a Saturday time. night... Or that you're a cheat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd take the uh, I'd take the former. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest issue I believe with the drugs policy, and I said it to you earlier on before the show, but I don't know if we actually continued talking about it. But so they were suspended from all Australian sport for two years, from March 2015, delisted, and fined approximately fifty thousand dollars each. So that's Asada. So Asada has done that ban. Yeah. That wasn't the AFL. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the other problem the AFL faces, and obviously you were talking about the AFL Players Association. How many players do you think think that this policy is no good? Or because players who get caught with it, the the one strike po- the, the the strike policy was ca- brought about so it doesn't. Humiliate them, humiliate their family, blah blah blah. Apparently, yep. so how many players will want this policy changed? And the thing is, if if he if he didn't if he didn't get caught with the with the photos and the videos, we wouldn't be talking about it. He'd be playing. He'd be like Robbo said last night. Yeah. There's there's blokes that have failed a hair test because it's in their system. We don't know who that are, who that is. But we know who this bloke is because of because of a photo on a video. Well, we're sitting here talking about is the policy is the policy working? Well, it actually has no effect on what this with this situation no. because he he's not someone who got caught with two or three strikes or no he gets a strike he will get a he strike will get a strike now. But um, yeah, I mean there's uh, there's always. As long as uh, there's always going to be some players, group of players, whatever that is going to be doing, doing what uh, what Bailey does and everything, because like us, like we said earlier, it's this society. You can't get, you can't get everyone on your list to to go off uh, to go off the rules that you want because there isn't. There's always going to be people who don't want to do that. So just don't fucking let it on with it. Michael Taylor. Yes. yes. People, Sorry, people listening to the Hall of Fame uh, is on while we're watching, and uh, a very skinny Neil Balm is doing the Michael Taylor um, yeah. uh, tribute or wording. Fuck, he, he's either very fit or a bit sick. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, another story. Been on the man shake. Been on the man shake, shake, shake. Well, that's enough about the, this Bailey Smith drugs thing. I've said my thing, whether people agree with you it or not. Definitely did. Um, good luck to you, but I think everyone's got an opinion on it, and uh, the kid's got a lot of work to do to uh, to probably repair his image because he's got a few sponsors that might. How many sponsors do you reckon would want to jump off ship just because of that? No, they've jumped off him like they jumped off Mrs. Bartell, or they jumped off off him already. No, I'm asking the question. Have they? Oh. You'd think there'd be some. I didn't even know that he was in an ad before think, before last night. Don't think McDonald's would have been overly happy with him wearing a McDonald's jumper when he was doing that interview <laughs> at the front of his house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Any uh, publicity is good publicity. Well, speaking about the Hall of Fame, we are watching it right now. Um, and we were talking talking about earlier about how last, I believe the last year and two years, they should have actually postponed the Hall of Fame and rolled it into one big one this year. But um, these guys getting up here in front of the crowds with their family uh, and the, the stories you had, Will Dempsey talking about losing his, uh, is it the Sandover? Simpson. The Simpson medal. Uh, anyone that hasn't anyone that hasn't watched it, obviously it's probably right now we're watching it, but do yourself a favour and it'll be on, I'd say, YouTube or AFL.com tomorrow, but his speech about losing his Sandover medal. Simpson medal. <laughs> Simpson medal. And then the story of his mum. and Clearly his mum, mum was a very funny lady. Very funny lady, but that's a great story. So uh, oh, we might even share it tomorrow. But that... Um, AFL Hall of Fame dinner, uh, the guys last year and the year before during COVID that have missed out on what these guys are doing tonight, they did get them up on stage and just did everything, but they, they weren't a part of this telecast or, or the actual night. They just got them up there, with their, gave them their little boards and said, sit down, lads, enjoy your feed. I think it should have been... Oh, the boxing. The boxing Hall of Fame that was held off for the last two years, they had three... three um, Classes so and the boxing, it. but the boxing actually held off, and they didn't yeah, have it. Yeah, they so didn't have it. They said if we can't do it in where it should be, yep. like it, like it, that should be a massive thing. See Mayweather, he was done this year. He was meant to be in a class twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Well, he's in the boxing hall of fame. Yep, can't pay a tax bill. Yep, but he's in the hall of fame. Don't reckon he's, he's in the uh, probably the greatest ever boxer. Yeah, right. Don't reckon he's in the IRS Hall of Fame? Well, he's in the Hall of Fame. They just can't get him. (laughs) Um, The Hall of Fame dinner right now, um, some of the stories that you see uh, and you you hear of of players that you may not have known too much about because they were your earlier generation, like like Dempsey and his story, there's players in those last two classes that have gone through um, that you don't really hear those stories now because it wasn't... Well, it was done on Zoom. So he could have watched that and done it on that. But someone like Jonathan Brown, he, he, he was doing it via his computer and Zoom and then tonight just gets a little plaque up there. Now, this, stuff like this is made for Brownie, getting up there and and talking and being the, the larrikin he is. In, Thanking Kyle's. Yeah, in front of, in front of 2,000 people. But he doesn't get that chance now and his, his family doesn't either. But Sinking a few tubes. A few tubes? Yeah. Cans. Calm tubes from now. Do you want to get onto it now? What's that? Well, from what looks like you to say, if last week was the implosion. Oh, the disaster. The disaster. Um, I think it's better if you bring it up. Oh, I just think it's a it's a ploy to get the odds to blow out a bit for people to punt and make a bit more money on the flag. I don't know. <laughs> Rods have gone out. Yeah, so they bloody should. Well, three losses to. Although, although you tried to tell me last night, was it was there a couple of hiccups mid year last year? Hmm. What they end up doing last year? Draw with GWS. They had lost to Hawthorne, lost to Adelaide, and Collingwood on that Queen's birthday weekend in the space of about six weeks. Yep. Six, five, six. Yeah. So. They're not 
But we, we spoke about it last night, saying how last year, very much, I suppose maybe we're, 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 we're still got the finals goggles on because their final series, they didn't make a mistake. Apart from that second quarter against the Bulldogs. I was going to say. <laughs> Apart. Um, but I don't think that was anything Melbourne did, though. Bulldogs were just cool. on. But Melbourne last year, there was never you, you'd see them handball, and I used to go, "Shit, they can just hit these targets, even when they're being tackled, picking up the ball so cleanly." This year, there's fumbling, there's bombing, the bombing. It's it's not the Melbourne of last year. Now, whether they maybe they're physically and mentally and too look drained, to have, look to have no depth, uh, no depth. I don't know about that. I think Ford line, McDonald out, who was the big packer. Packer, pack grab, someone to, they, yeah. that they could do the bomb to. They really don't have anyone else because, mm. look, Ben Brown, lovely guy, great on the lead. Built like Tarzan, plays like Jane's ovaries. Like, it doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even compete in the air. Like, it doesn't even throw up into a pack. Or So many times I saw him leading and he's, he was just waving his arms, like, kick it to me. Like, double back and give another lead. Don't just wave. Like this may be harsh, but but their entry into the Ford Fifty, fuck. Who would want to be a Ford right now? Like yeah. ba- Bailey Fritch is a very good lead up Ford. He, he can't get it on the but, tit. Um, but he's at his most dangerous when the ball comes in quick. Yeah. There's no quickness. It's they're really having to work to get it up there. And when they bring it into that Ford Fifty. They're bringing it under pressure. Whereas the last year they weren't doing it. They weren't delivering it forward under pressure. They were the ones who were just. And your man, the blood running, nut. Running, he, had, he had a million kicks yesterday, but. but uh, well, Langdon was nullified again yesterday. Yeah. But they, they didn't really use that wing. They haven't, they haven't well, used. And what's wrong with Petrarca? Uh, yeah, it's a good question because like, he, he had 32 touches yesterday, but. Yeah, and I was, I was like, shocked. Where? I was shocked when I saw I, that. I, I was shocked. I was like, I really haven't. I thought he wasn't sighted during the game, but somehow he had thirty-two touches or thirty-three touches. But um, I think the the world's shortest buy break will, will do some wonders for him. Uh, refreshing him, huh? Refreshing the. We can only help. Uh, one thing I will say: extra couple of days would have helped. When there was that that, that uh, question mark over Gorn against West Coast, maybe should have rested him. Didn't really need to play that game. Yeah. And You're playing the bottom. Running side. around in a moon boot today and, and with a sore back after cop- – oh, Jeez, I'd love to know what he was saying when he came <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> Had a real hot dip at someone. And he just – even after he crossed the line, he just stood there staring. Wasn't actually saying anything by that. He is, was that just, is that Luke Jackson? Luke Jackson's like, oh, what's going on here? And just standing with his head like, oh, come on, I'll come with you, Max. And then their coach on three sixty last night said, "Oh yeah, I was on the uh, I was on the bench, but I missed that." Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> you know exactly what he said. Uh, uh, I don't know. It, At least Max was honest when he was asked today. He said, common, "Oh, the commentators couldn't find an incident that happened on the field." Uh, so he must have been just copping fucking lip. I. But uh, he said he said today in an interview. He said, "I, oh, you know, I cop that one in the back, and and I was just a bit grumpy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, fuck this. Someone, Who's copping my rat? Someone's copping a spray. Gentlemen, gentlemen, Gulliver, whatever your name is, you're copping it. Gulliver's travels. But uh, Collingwood, 
we can see the talk about the D's, but fuck, having the pies turned around real quick. Now, at the danger of disrespecting possibly Brisbane and Frio, Collingwood are actually the form comp of the side. Uh, of the comp, uh, form side of the comp. Well, you got a good argument, yeah. I mean, can you believe that they lost to West Coast? How? How did that happen? Astounding. That's so, so what, 10 weeks ago, 11 weeks ago? Yeah. Lost to, not just, a, it was a West Coast built, uh, slap together side as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, that was them at their worst. Like, yeah, um, I can't, I like, was can't that was that this, the game? This, this there same was same side. This Collingwood that, side went to that, Perth and beat Frio over in Perth. That was that was the side where there was blokes that rocked up at, up to the ground to make their debut for Collingwood. No, that was against North Melbourne. Okay, but there was a lot of guys. That was in there the week that, before. Then. There was a lot of guys that shouldn't have been playing that were very much uh, wafflers. But Collingwood uh, just playing electric rebound footy like Jack oh, Crisp. Um, what about the big fella up front? that off the back. Oh, God. No. Oh, my check. I was talking about. Oh, my check. But now that you've brought it. up Coxie. No, no, go back to my check. Because okay. I love my check. A couple of years ago, I was saying Adelaide should have been going at him when he was having a bit of a... Uh, He's not bad for a fella that was picked up, playing playing on a half-back flank for Port Melbourne, yeah. and they picked him up to, How the fuck to, did to bulk up their back line. How did he play half-back? He's huge. Yeah. Is he not that tall? Does he look taller out there? He's just got yeah, some, pi- some pipes just on him. Just look, like, looks a good size. Just looks like a natural full forward that yeah. can play a bit further out from the goal square because he's got a bit of an engine on him. Um, but Brody Majek, yeah, I think he's very much an underrated forward in the competition. And he, he week in, week out. There's games, though, this year where he's kicked like two goals, four, or three goals, four, and he hasn't quite got the fours or fives. But, yeah, uh, if Colin would continue the trend up, they, they, they'll be – Will be How tall are you in centimetres? 201. <sighs> You're right. Around. <laughs> um, I'm 186, 186. He's 192. Yes, he's big. So he's there's, there's, how the fuck did they recruit him as a half-backman? Like Cripps, what's Cripps? 193 Yeah, from mid. Now, that's absolutely yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's a giant midfielder. Huge mid, so, yeah. But the way Collingwood just... Pressure aside, at the moment there's a turnover and they yep. run forward. Um, oh, the gang tackling it's yesterday. A, it's not definitely wasn't Collingwood of last year. No, they're very much. Don't want to knock Buckley, but it was a bit of a boring possession, kick mark, kick mark, slowly chip away, and and then they weren't just. Where's McRae's gone? We're just going to go full ball. Tell you what, if you were uh, in management at a football club that maybe had a bloke contracted for next year who's been there for ten years. Grundy. Yeah. Hey. You're talking about Grundy? No, I'm talking about Port Adelaide and Ken oh. Hinkley. It's hard to hard to go against a freshen up, is it? With sorry, you lost me there. Oh. You know, they've got rid of Buckley, they've bought in the fly. Oh, you're talking about Port Adelaide, it's Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's Ken's done as much as he possibly can, I would have thought. Yeah, he's squeezed that lemon. There's no more juice coming out, I don't think. But he's still got another year to go, so... And they've got no money. Do you know what Port Adelaide need? Because they can't just pay him out. They don't have any money. Um, Port Adelaide need him to be, let's just say, poached 
offered the job somewhere else. GWS is obviously the one at the moment there's the talk of. Because that kills two birds with one stone. They don't have to sack him. Ken gets out without being sacked, so he keeps save, saves. What do you call saving face. face? Saving face. He can go into another job now, and he's got three, four years of employment. Yep, at least you'd think. Um, if he stays on at Port, they sack him in round five or six next year. That's it's going to be it, your career at as his a coach, age. At his age, yeah, that's you'd say it's done. Good luck coming back. So for Ken to staunchly deny the rumours on TV, he has to though. He can't go out there and say, oh, yeah, I'll entertain it. He has to staunchly deny it. But I'd say in the background there's some, if it's offered, he would, oh, he'd be stupid I don't know too to many. take it. I don't know too many Port supporters that would be shattered. Fuck, I don't know why they hate him so much. He, he, he took over when they were a fucking basket case and played finals consistently. Hmm. Consistent prelims. And did he get into a GF? That Geelong one wasn't him when they got belted. No, it was still Mark Williams. Yep. So, Henkley over. Yeah, prelims. Wouldn't that just open? Two or three prelims he's got them to. Wouldn't that just open Pandora's box? Oh, Not him, but one uh-huh. coach move would because then... Oh, well, opens it up. Port go right. We've got... Well, what's the noble situation? <sighs> the fact that it, they look like... It looks like he's lost the playing list. In his second season, halfway through. That's a wise man once told me. Can't name him. T. Broderick. <laughs> once you lose the players, mate. It's done. Done. No coming back. Ship has sailed. You can't get him back. So if he's already lost the players, easy to spot a bother, I would have thought. There's other coaches that have held their jobs because of how tight their bond was yeah. with with players and players like no no we we like Hardwick prime example they were that close they 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 were getting pr- media pressure to oh Hardwick's not getting results didn't they uh, go, not only media premier, pre- premier grand final premier not only media pressure <laughs> there was there was a, an attempt of an overthrow of the board oh yeah with that <laughs> what would they call themselves uh, oh tiger Tough to, uh We'll look it up. <laughs> it's a bit of the stupidest name. Yeah. But then they won a flag. After they won a flag, the mob that was heading up that... Uh, that weird... The bloke that was heading up that mob, who was a former Richmond player... Um, was he? Yeah. He, um, he tried to take the credit. It's like, we lit the fire. We lit the fire. It's like, fuck off, idiot. You wanted the coach sacked. Who's well. got him a flag? Well, this, we can say the same thing about Melbourne. They obviously they were find, trying to find ways to, to to burn Simon, and I know that the review they did it was a, a overwhelming, like overwhelming support from the players for the coach, saying like he is literally our man, and premiers eighteen months later. So, in Noble's case, though. Sounds like it's the opposite of that. And once now he's you, lost his captain. Yep, he got a fracture of the face somewhere. Well, was, there was another. Remember Scott Waters, at St Kilda. Yep, he lost the players pretty early in his tenure. Was it second year? No, it had to be his third year, I reckon. Third year, but yeah. 
it once it like same thing, you lose the players, you're done. And if, if Noble has lost the players, yeah, I don't like his chances. But if for hypothetical reasons, Ooh. Noble Noble is they've said, right, we're gonna part ways. We've made a an error with Ray Shaw, we've made another error with um well not an error error. But it just wasn't the right fit for them. <gasps> Noble. I forgot about the Ray Shaw thing. Yeah. So that, Shit. That, that, that's, that was one, one year for him. Um, but that opens up Pandora's box more so. Simpson. Because Simpson, surely. Simpson from West Coast North Melbourne. Surely they go, Simpson, we're giving you, just, we're giving you an upfront five-year deal. Oh. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Any coach that comes into North Melbourne now... What, what advantage have you got to come to North Melbourne right now for any coach? Yep. I'm taking over a, a rebuilding side that's worse yep. than when they started their rebuild. Yep. You have to give no. a coach something to come, and that yep. has to be a juicy five-year deal. The other one, who people aren't thinking of, played for North Melbourne. Clarkson. Clarkson. Alistair Clarkson. No fucking chance. Well, you might take him to Tassie with him <laughs> after all that. But... Let's just say Simpson goes to North Melbourne for our little hypothetical. Yep. So who gets a West Coast job then? Well, there's a guy at Sydney that never really should have been sacked from Adelaide. Mm. The Don is didn't good. He, didn't he lose the players? Um, did he? I don't know. Just a few of them. Some, something fucking happened. Well, whatever it was, he had to part ways, but apparently it's Sydney. Just killing it there. They don't want to lose him anyway. But, geez, West Coast say, come if back it, home, Don. Well, hang on. If he's as good as he is at Sydney, maybe they fuck the horse off and the horse goes to North Melbourne. Oh, that's what I didn't think about. That's a spicier meatball. Wow, hey, I didn't think of that. The horse to North Melbourne. <laughs> Pike stays at Sydney. West Coast are fucked. Hmm. Or, or not Simpson really. Stays. They've still got Simpson. No, I mean, well, that's it's. There's so many different scenarios of coaches could move around because North Melbourne have got that get a legend home thing they want. They've always yeah. They did it with Dean Laidley, and sorry, Danny Laidley. Um, they did it with him, them, her. They did it with D Laidley. And he coached and got mixed results. Got him to a prelim a couple of times, did he not? Uh, did he go that high? What is that noise? This aircon's filling up with gas, I reckon. Oh. <laughs> or you. Now, <laughs> you're a dickhead. Um, um, now, I'm just looking at Zero Hanger here. Is it true that Noble's only contracted for this year? Can't be. Can't be. He would have had a three-year deal minimum when he got there, surely. You wouldn't accept the job on, on two, surely. Especially when Ben Buckley was saying, we want to be contending for premierships in four years. <coughs> Jesus. Couldn't contend for the local meat tray at the moment. All right, so... <laughs> like, so, horse, something I'd never thought of. But they like to... Bring back the old folk, and you got Glenn Archer on the board there. The oh, one. yeah. So you got Simpson and Horse too, and, and Kingy's pushing Simpson's Barrow on 
Fox footy every week. Kingy is a geriatric prick, not in an old man's body. He just rambles about hogwash. So One minute he's saying, Simpson, bring him over. The other thing, oh, no, he's not. He's done. Well, how about we go through it? Adelaide Knicks. It's a... Well, they've just re-signed him, extended him. All right. So he's got another so two or three. Brisbane... Um, Fagan. Fags. Not going. Fairly safe. Boss. Boss. Safe. Been there for three and a half minutes McRae, and doing safe. all right. Long McRae. Year, safe. Um, Scott. Might get sick of Geelong. No, he just extended. Yeah. So Scott, Geelong, safe. GWS, no coach. So that's the that they were the first ones to go right. If I we're going to get involved, we need to get rid of our coach to do it. I would have thought the way they are looking now, it seems to me that interim coaches generally don't get the job. Ray Shaw's the only one. But I reckon if uh, if it was up to Caniglio, do you reckon he's pretty happy that oh, yeah. the way McVay's coaching him? Amazing what happens when you put him in the midfield and swap him up forward and or, just rotate him. Or Harry Himmelberg. Oh, was he? Play? He's playing the same spot as he was. He's playing on the half back line. Wasn't he doing that before? No, he was a full forward. Oh, was he? <laughs> and, G- G- and then the bloke that was on the half back line, Peatling, they've played him up front. The last three, three weeks. The last three weeks, he's kicked three. Maybe. Uh, Maybe this is the biggest long, the longest job interview mm. for Mark McVeigh, and we said that when they said it. We said, "There's no, they've bought in, they've bought in, he bought in Solomon." So we, so Solomon was at Gold Coast, and then he had a falling out with Dewey. So where yeah. has he been since then? Hasn't had a job. No, you can't bring a guy into an AFL assistant coach's job. He hasn't been involved anywhere. Had to have been somewhere, was he not? Well, well he wasn't at an AFL club. Oh, fuck! Because you can't just. Move clubs mid-season yeah. because because the club that you're at going, well, hang on, mate. And Solomon always had big raps on him yeah. wherever he was. So, jeez, um, we're ducking it. We're chopping and changing this but combo. He's, but he's, uh, has Dewey upset some? Cause Josh Franco. Oh, who knows? Maybe Dewey's very much a coach of my way. We do it my way and that's it. Mm. And oh, that, that could put assistants' noses out, you'd say, because you're like, well, fuck, what am I doing here then? Um, but uh, and like the only assistant that I know of at uh, um, Gold Coast that Tate Tate Hazler that was at the Crows for years, no idea. Who's a not like who's not a big name assistant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, coaching merry-go-rounds. I love it. It's going to kick off at some point. It is good to hi- hypothesise. So Hardwick? I still think Hardwick. Oh, no. He's, when Robbo asked him the hard question last night, he's yeah. still got two years he left. He was shocked he even got asked that question. Um, someone like Port, a former oh. player, that if Hinkley moves and says, I'm going to GWS, but yep. Port have got to find the cash and go, right, Hardwick. Mm. What's gonna, what, what is it going to take to pry you out of Richmond? Is Ben Rutten safe at the Bombers? Uh, for now, uh, purely because it's his second year. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably some of the results he got last year hasn't helped him by, by winning. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, there. Yeah. Uh, is he safe? No one's ever safe. You never know yeah. how how brutal some boards can be. I mean, Blighty lasted 
16 weeks at St Kilda. Mm. 15? <laughs> it's got to be the shortest tenure in a very, very long time. Sammy Mitchell's okay. Um, Ratten. Yeah, safe. Um, June, June, June. Rio. Port, um, Who are we missing? Bevo. Don't understand how that bloke's got a job. Bevo yeah. seems safe. Um, Simon, say? I think being a premiership and being 10-3, but you never know with the... With the club like that, mate. With the Melbourne supporters, a lot of them are saying he's fucking... He was a fraud on, on, <laughs> on Facebook at that. Short memory. Um, coaching Marigo around. It'll kick off soon because there's... The, definitely the North Melbourne domino. If that falls... Yeah. That opens a fucking can of worms because North Melbourne don't have money to pry Longmuir. They don't have money to pry, to pry um, Simpson. Interesting they have if to that, play on yeah. the whole, come home, we need we need your help. We need a, a former champion to help us back. And I can tell you right now, it wouldn't be the worst move, not on just the coaching aspect. But fuck, wouldn't the supporters get around either Longmuir, uh, sorry, Longmire, who I hadn't even thought of until you brought it up, or Simpson coming back to coach. Oh, I would have thought that Simpson. Get your memberships going through the roof. And, or, or and I only brought up Longmire because you brought up Don Pike. But, um, and, but, but Longmire, and Seth, for years, it's been hanging around that it... Stewie Jew was apparently the heir apparent to him there. Yeah. Um, there was... Maybe Don Pike is the next one to take over. He's been at Sydney for a long time now. If Isn't it his second year? What? Isn't it his second year? Johnny Longmire. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Don Pike. No, I'm saying John Longmire. How long has he been at Sydney now? Oh, yeah. He's been at the helm a long well, like time. He's a Sydney person now. Yeah, like you forget that he played at North Melbourne. <laughs> and wasn't he... And like He was an assistant under Ruse, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he took over from Ruse. Yeah. He was the... Uh, Ruse said, I'm stepping yeah. down and he will take over. Maybe... No one knows what's going on with Sydney because they're on the rise again. I don't know, yeah. but... Shit, if North Melbourne can get him out of there, fuck, that would be huge for the football club. Yeah. This, this sounds horrible because last year and the year, well, the year before, as a family, you were dealing with everyone wanting Simon's blood and hearing that was fucking, it was shit house. Every week you'd, you'd see statuses, people would message Didn't bother me. But <laughs> there's, what, what's the upside of keeping Noble if you can get one of those two? Nothing. <sighs> And, and if that does happen, where to for Noble? I don't know. Well, you'd say his coaching forte would be finished. Yes, yeah. he could go back into. He's what he clearly was doing. got got plenty to offer in other in other areas. In yeah. other areas, like and once again, he we've said it before, but Noble didn't come from a coaching uh, position prior to this one. No, he was he was footy boss. Yeah. So he wasn't an active assistant. He wasn't his, an active game next, day coach. And, and his next step was CEO. Yeah. And that was... And, and, and that's what does shock me that he took the, the coaching opportunity because he was essentially going to be the CEO of Brisbane. Yeah. And now that's gone. Although although the CEO that he thought was about to step down re-signed. Oh, you're going. <laughs> I'll stay a bit longer, champ. Yeah. No, no, no. No, he re-signed and Noble was like, oh. Oh, I get you, I get you. Well, I hate to talk about him again, but he's been all over the news. It's going to be the most famous 
thirteen game player that we've the league seen in a while, causing a lot of talk. But Horn Francis, hmm. that it's now got to the point where sometimes it's okay to say we took you at one because you were the best player in the comp and we had to take you. Well, we didn't have to, but you take the best player on offer. Sometimes the best player on offer is not the best player for your club. Like I said previously, if you're if you've got to pick twelve or thirteen, you can afford to say, right, these are the guys available. But fuck, this guy's what we need. He's the type of kid that fits our club. You don't have to take necessarily the best on offer. You can take the best what your club is. There's no shame in saying, right, he's not for us. We're not for him. He clearly wants to go home. He's very close to his family. For all we know, he could be struggling. Immensely with homesickness, he actually have some issues. Actually, have some issues. Like um, he comes from a family uh, where his mum was on her own for a bit, and obviously had um, Fabian Francis come in and raised him and became his father. That's a tight bond. To all of a sudden, the, the fact that he changes his name last year to exactly changed his to name. Take Fabian to Francis take, to name take Francis it. on. So for all we know, he's struggling over there, and yeah. he's gone. Oh. oh he could come home and sit out a year. Right? And that's it's it's been done many a times, more so in the nineties and stuff like that. But if he sits out, can he play for South? Or does he have to sit out of all football? Um I dare say he wouldn't be able to play. If you thought all. he was gonna if you thought he was gonna sit out, North Melbourne could effectively clear him to South. And but say, but you're still on our list. Look. Actually, there's no way in hell they'd do that. What if he blows his knee out yeah. playing for South? All of a sudden, your yeah. currency like to trade the, is out the window. Like they could do it. The likelihood is. So, the the hypotheticals we were talking about a couple of weeks ago in trading him, all of a sudden they've got a lot of steam behind them. There's two clubs that are going to have to stump up some cash for him because he's you're going to have to like uh, Cornsy. Chat, uh, I think Kane Corn said it. It's going to be hard because you're going to have to pay him overs to get him to your club out of the other one or the two. Well, you don't have to pay him overs. Well, I think you do. No, you have to pay North Melbourne. Well, someone like Lever Melbourne paid him 700 grand in his third Yeah, which season. is fucking madness. But is, is that what Adelaide's going to have to do? Is that what Port's going to have to do? Well, you're not going to... No, you don't have to do that. You have, you have to appease North Melbourne. If the trade is on, mm. like if he wants to come back, he gets the contract you just offer him. That that mate, you got drafted. Your if, goods being if, good. If he wants to come home, he's not going to say, "Well, you have to give me a hundred grand." Right? No, so and and you do negligent in. Are you going to be on a better contract than you were at North Melbourne? But you're not going to be on fucking. But are you going to money? No. Time. Time will happen for those contracts, but you don't. You don't get them now. You appease North Melbourne. Mm, you well, give them what? And there's some people saying, not going to name them. <laughs> yes, I am. Andrew Borchard. <laughs> I love you, mate. But he said straight swap for Rochelle. Now, there's no way. Um, excuse me, Andrew. Incorrect. There's no way Adelaide are parting with Rochelle. And in, in, in an instance as well, they can go, well, we can offer something to North Melbourne. There's a nibble. Uh, we can offer something to North Melbourne. Um, yep. 
and it's on them to take it. Uh, where Adelaide and Port are probably going to be in a better position because they know if he if he does sit out a year, or they can have a crack a year later when he's uncontracted. They don't exactly have to put it, but if Adelaide offered what we said, their first pick this year, and for and first second rounder, I don't know, couple up with maybe a player that wants to go home, maybe Fisher, McCassie. I don't know what currency he's got, but um, North Melbourne do need another defender. Yeah, right. I'm not sure he's the answer to to a possible trade. Well, who knows? But there's going to be a lot that goes down at the end of the year. And the talk's not going to stop all year either. But if North Melbourne... You know what? I would have so much respect for North Melbourne if they went, right, you want to go home? It's not working. We can make that happen. We'll do it. And we're going to get ourselves a good deal of it. I'd be like, bravo, a club that hasn't gone, no, we have to keep you. We have to keep you. No. Do what GWS said and said to the... All right. We got these blokes, but you go. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get a good. We'll get something back in return. So, um, yeah, Horn Francis, a crow or a Port Power next year. I don't so, know. as it sits at the moment, North Melbourne would have the second pick. Mm, ooh, yep. As as it sits at the moment, West Coast first pick, North Melbourne, Essendon, Adelaide. So pick five before any. Well, Ashcroft might get called at one and Brisbane will come and take him at Father's Son if he chooses. Yeah, that shit's me when people say that. It, that doesn't... Like, when people go, oh, but but that, that uh, number four pick, it's actually pick six. And, no, but, no, 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 what I'm not, saying is... Yeah. You, it, it's... Yeah, so, but Adelaide's got four currently. Yes. And Port Adelaide's got... Talking to you, Mike. And Port Adelaide's got... Fuck... <laughs> And Port Adelaide's got seven. Currently. Hmm. I can't see how Port Adelaide could better the Crows if they're two or three picks behind. Unless they yeah. couple it with a good player. A Dersma, Butters, I don't know. But North Melbourne would be going, we want to get maximum for this yeah. number one that we've picked. And four or seven doesn't get it done. Nah. I've, I've spent one on him. Unless Adelaide can trade up for another pick inside the top 15 and all of a sudden they give over pick four and pick 15, all of a sudden North Melbourne... Get a four, first rounder for Matt Crouch? Late first rounder? If you play him, you can't play him. <laughs> you can't get hey, good point. him in Adelaide's resis and um, they expect to get anything for him. Fuck. Um, what else have we got? I don't see the big fish adding any value. Well, who knows? The kid could take a while to develop, but um, yeah, there's going to be some. Geez, trade period is going to be good this year. <laughs> Man, this year it's good every year. Actually, there's one name that I reckon might get thrown up. It's just a matter of who's got a fucking checkbook and salary cap space to get him. Oh, is he a big fella? Yep. Has he got a massive contract? Oh yeah. Does he play Huge. for? A, does he play for a team that's actually? Then he's not playing at the moment, but but the blokes taking his spot are actually doing a pretty good job. Brody Grundy's in trouble. Oh, not in trouble, but they, they they're saying that, and they and they'd love the cap relief. 
they need the cat relief, I'd say. Because they've still got... Has Dugowie been stitched up yet? Uh, if it has, hasn't been announced. No. Nah, so, you've got a lot of, lot of issues there. And then they've just signed up bloody uh, Kira Knightley uh, to, a, <coughs> to a pretty decent lucrative deal. Um, apparently left money on the table, but I still think he's taking a fair hunk of the... The ashtray change. Um, yeah, I, I, they look at that and see Darcy Cameron is flourishing and, and blew it in real. Cox has played one good game, so they'll probably sign him up for another seven years. Um, but Jesus, it, it shits me your dislike of Mason Cox. Because he plays one good game and the hype is just fucking absurd. Do that every week, champ. And I'll call you a fucking good player and I'll, I'll, I'll bow down and kiss your feet. But you do it one every, you do it one every fucking one year. That's the best game you've played since that prelim against Richmond. Mm. So, I reckon your man Sam Manure on the radio. No, no, no. We've sidetracked from what we Sorry. were talking about. Grundy, Grundy, Grundy. Grundy. <laughs> the multi-million the multi dollar man. All of a sudden... You got a club going. Hey, we haven't had Grundy all year. We're looking fucking good without him. We've got a ruckman that we can pay four, five hundred, maybe even six tops. Tops? No, no. Four fifty, mm. five hundred tops. We can, we can save a half a million dollars a year if we offload him. And I'd say, uh, sorry, Cameron's contract wouldn't be big right now because he came over from Sydney, didn't he? Like a late pick trade, so he wouldn't have been on a big Sydney. Darcy Cameron, I'm pretty sure it was Sydney or Geelong. No, 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 talking to the microphone, Luke. Um, (laughs) yeah, Luke. Uh, I'm 99% sure it was Sydney. Um, so he hasn't come over on a lucrative deal. Maybe he's extended his deal and got a little bit more. Yeah, no, it was Sydney, but I'm sure he's going to sit there if it's the end of his contract this year and go, Hang on a second, I want a bit more. But fuck, this is this is. Getting rid of Grundy, 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 Grundy. You, you reckon the coaching dominoes before? <sighs> Hold on, what, what? Imagine that deal is on the table day one. What club? Imagine, imagine the other deals that that deal would be holding up. What club needs him? Oh, fucking everyone at the moment. Everyone needs a ruckman. But who really needs him? And who's got cap space? And who's got something worthwhile to trade back? Mm. North Melbourne. Would need him because Goldstein's he's done. Yeah, he'd be pupping along this year, and you'd think this could be his last year. Would you? But is Northam going to shell out all that money for a? And and if you're Brody Grundy, are you going to? Or are Collingwood going to pay part of his salary to go elsewhere to free up what they need? Or is it not about what you get back? It's about the salary dump. <sighs> to fuck, I love it. It's a big I salary. Love it's, it. it's a big loss for a salary dump. Like they've they've proved that they could, they they survive without Trelaw, but I still think Grundy is a much higher rated player than Trelaw. Yeah, um, Grundy at his absolute best is the best ruckman in the comp. Well, so straight up you go right. He clearly likes Hawthorne. M- he cle- clearly likes Melbourne life. I've just found his home. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. If they don't finish as well this year, they might have a pick seven or eight on the table. 
go pick seven and maybe you, a future say, second for him? Oh, fuck, I don't you, know. You'd say there's only two states he's going to live in. Yeah. It's be. either living in, Melbourne, living in Melbourne, playing for one of the ten well, Victorian teams, so. or, or coming home. And I'd say it's more likely to be staying in Victoria. Well, how old is Riley O'Brien? Um, I reckon he's younger than Grundy, isn't he? Uh, definitely younger than Grundy. I don't think he is. Uh, okay. Anyway, Port Adelaide. Who's their ruckman? Old mate. Uh, Old knackerbags. From West Coast. Yep. I forgot his name. But they've got Sam Hayes who's coming up. They don't need a ruckman. They're sure as shit not going to pay 900 grand a year for one. And Adelaide aren't really, are they? They were. Oh, wouldn't they have were, Adelaide were going to, though. Yep. Adelaide were going to make a huge offer for him. So, I'm going with Hawthorne. Bulldogs don't need him anymore. Tim English is the number one, number two ranked. Gorney's still the number one ruckman, you'd say, wouldn't you? Uh, definitely. Without question. Yeah. Well, I had a stinker yesterday, but he banged up. Wouldn't have had a good second half if my kidney almost exploded too. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm, All right, I'm, so I'm, Riley I'm settling. O, I'm settling on Riley O'Brien. Will turn 27 in August. Yes. And. I just fucking. Come on, I thought you were a quicker typer than that. No, definitely not. I reckon Grundy's 26. And 25. He turned 28 in April. Oh. So he's 20, and he's still got how many years on that contract? About a thousand. Five? Didn't he sign a seven year deal? Yeah, it was big. Stinker. Stinker of a deal for the Woods. Ruckman generally don't go deep into their career either, do they? Like, they're not cheap. What? Gone over the hour. Oh, shit. What is it? 106. People, people are listening this right now on the edge of their seats. They couldn't give a fuck about the time. Haven't even mentioned Neil Danaher yet, mate. Oh well, let's close off Grundy. I'm saying Hawthorne for pick swaps. I reckon Hawthorne works. Yeah. Who else is the lower down Victorian side that a need a ruckman? I've got the AFL ladder here. Bombers. No, they got big drapes from here. They'd take Grundy. Draper go forward, give him a marking presence. I don't know. Um, Secure have got more Ruckman. Doggies have got Tim English. Don't need him. West Coast have got... Richmond. Oh, West Coast? Nat Nui. He's, he's, not, he, he's not moving to Perth. He could. He's not moving to Perth. He could. He's not moving to Perth. Was it? Hello? Oh, Brody. Oh, you do want to go to Perth. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh well, let's close out with uh, a man that the great man, a man that has defied science, <laughs> defied God, and not just a little bit nature. The, what's the average lifespan? Two of years. Someone? Two years. We're now on big freeze eight. Yep. And he starts. That's eight years. He, not only is he still with us, but he's still walking. He's still semi-mobile. He can't speak. Yep. He can't use his hands very well. But he's he's still able to walk and still... Do. It's astonishing. To say that the fight has kept him alive is an understatement. Yeah. I think. Um, and, to, and 
for him, has he been Australian of the Year? No. How's he not? Disgrace. How's he not? He should be getting the honour before. And it sounds bad, but it's it's the plain and simple fact he's going to die soon. Yep. He's got to be given an honour, like Australian of the Year, very soon. Because motor neuron disease wasn't something I fucking knew about. And if I did, it was the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, which was a, maybe a year or so before people were doing before oh. he got MND. It's a different... Yep. I think it's just two of the ALS, uh, MNDs. They're the same type of thing. Um, and to say people now have a knowledge of what it is, how deadly it is, how brutal it is, how, how fucking heartless it is. How good were some of those shots yesterday? The sea of blue beanies at the G. Oh, it's, but not just that. You, you go on your walks in the morning, yep. people are wearing them. Yep. You go down the beach... Walk wearing them. Yep. You go to most footy clubs right now. They're yep. all doing the warm up lap with the beanies on, yep. um, and that's just money being raised. And to think that there could be some sort of treatment or cure come from him, yep. whether it be now, five years, ten years, but I dare say it's going to come from all the money and the way he's been doing it. Yep. Fuck if he can't get Australian year before he. He and his family just extraordinary. Yeah, and uh, um, I dare say there is not going to be a dry eye in the country when he does pass because mm. it's no longer Dana. He won't be remembered for his football stuff, I don't think. Well, he will be, but he will be yeah. remembered for what he's done with fight MND, MND. and yep. um, fuck if that's if that if that's not a way to be remembered, um, uh, I, I don't know what is to say that you've. Instead of just, what did he say? Instead of just rolling over and going, oh, I'm dying, he goes, well, I'll accept it and I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something from this. Yeah. He will be remembered for that, not for what his did he say that night? I'm hard to kill. <laughs> so. Uh, absolute champion. I think that's a good note to close on. Uh, yep. Thinking about Neil Danaher and uh, I reckon we need to start some sort of petition to get him Australian of the Year. Fuck it, I'm doing it tomorrow. No, so fucking do it tonight. I've got to go home. Have a sleep. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Sayonara, Tom Segura. <laughs> what? Uh, See you later, people. Thanks, folks. <laughs>